Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, It Don't Mean Nothing. Today, it's me, Dallas. And me, Kina. Kina is suffering from sinus congestion. Yeah, I'm allergic to your ass. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're uh, getting together today to do a little podcast for you guys and talk about things that uh, have happened since we last talked to you and things that are happening now. I want to talk about your challenge that you've been uh, hinting about, this challenge you want to try. It's called the Flip 100 Challenge. It also sounds like prostitution. It can be prostitution. Actually, no, the guidelines are it must be legal to make it fair. So pick a state. I think Nevada is still legal, right? Or do you have to have a license to... Um... You have to be certified prostitute? You you could do it in there. You have to have a license in Nevada, but... Well, since we're here, let's talk about the legal ways... We're not in Nevada. Yeah, so... flipping 100. So, the challenge is to flip 100 is where you start. It gets more than 100, but... If you flip $100 every month, okay? So, you take 100 the first month, you flip it, just double your money. I mean... Mm -hmm. As you know, in our business, like we four or five times our money. But in this challenge, all you gotta do is double it. So, first month, 100 becomes 200. Second month, 200 becomes 400, 800, 1600, and so on. So, six months in, six flips, not confuse it, six <laughs> flips in, which can be before six months, but the, the challenge is to at least do a flip every month. Right, mm-hmm. you get thirty days to flip it. Um, you're at sixty four hundred dollars by six months with your hundred dollars. Okay, but explain like this is going to be your new hustle. No, no, no. This is just a side thing. Here, here's the problem: is, is when you have a business and you have a lot going on, you have kids and bills and such. You seem to go like, okay, I got a hundred bucks. That's got to go to bills. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't put a hundred dollars a week aside to invest in something like you know real real estate you know large investments like that that's where real money's made that's what really can can bring security to your finances so this what this does is allows you to take a hundred dollars and start investing it flipping it and turning it into real money that you could possibly invest into real estate or something larger um it just shows the power of just using a hundred bucks. You make a hundred bucks, it goes to bills. It never becomes more than a hundred bucks. So you want to put this money aside. And if you don't have a hundred, start with 25, flip it, 50, flip that. Now you got your hundred. We're starting with a hundred because it's a good strong amount. Yeah. You put a hundred dollar bill in front of somebody who needs to sell something for, you know, to pay their bills. You could flip it real quick for 200. You know, a hundred is a strong amount to have. And in six months, you could you know have $6,400 just flipping six times now it gets crazy how much it compounds you know once you hit 12 months I think it's something around $200,000 now of course it gets more uh, you've got to learn more and it gets more difficult after six months to flip that amount of money well, that's about when FBI starts investigating your bank account right <laughs> but this is this is the show people that you can actually do something with a little you know you right. start somewhere and it also teaches people to hustle on their feet like you know people are without jobs throughout their life here and there some people it's hard for them to find a job but this gives you the confidence of hey i can make money you know no matter what i can find a way to turn this into something else and it, it teaches you how to like make connections you know get resources learn more about things you know so you know what they're worth or you know and it's just a challenge it's a challenge and 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 hopefully we all get to a large number and we can invest in larger things i mean if you really did get to two hundred thousand dollars from your hundred bucks and flipping yeah buy yourself a property and rent it out so now you've got residual income so it sounds magical however what are we flipping uh you're flipping whatever whatever you can get your hands on if you got a hundred bucks let's say you know right now it's chainsaw season you know people are cutting up trees from winter or whatever some dude's got to pay his rent and he's like ah here's a chainsaw it's 250 bucks but i'm selling it for 100 because i need money 
Right. You buy it, you flip it the next day, next two days, you're done for that month flipping, you know, as far as the challenge goes. Uh, now you got 200. Now you got to think a little bit bigger. Or you can flip five things for 20 bucks a piece and just get sell them for 40 whatever it is. You right. know? Buy some shoes, 20 bucks. You know you can sell them for 40 Sell those pairs of shoes for 40 Now you flipped it. It's however you can flip that money every month. So 100 to 200 200 400 and you know you get to 1600 you might flip a car you might like in our situation we sell clothes this is the main thing we do there you could do something because you're only needing to double it so if you can get 1600 dollars worth of brand new clothes at two or three bucks a piece because you buy in bulk you get a good deal like that Mm -hmm. you literally only need to double so you can actually sell to other sellers for six bucks a piece right and and send it in bulk so you yeah. don't even have to like sit there and sell one clothes at a time. You just go, hey, you want to make 20 bucks on each clothes. I'll give them to you for six. You just doubled your three bucks. So there's different ways. There's a lot of different ways to go about it. You can loan money. That's a little bit more riskier. Yeah. Um, but there's enough things out there to make good deals on. You know, uh, you just have to look. And this is what it teaches you. It teaches you to be on the lookout. I remember I... You remember Frankie and Reno? Mm-hmm. Okay, Francois. Francois told me something really important. Now, dude was worth about $9 million after the market crash. He was worth a little bit more before it. But the guy was really good with money. And there was something he told me. I said, what is the secret, Frankie? Like Smuggling money. Well, yeah. Like, that was from that. <laughs> yeah, he had some money from, like, the Blood Diamonds in Africa. It was really good. <laughs> He's from Belgium, by the way. Belgium. <laughs> But no, like I asked him how he made his money here because he did make some of his money here. And one of the things he told me was have the money when the opportunities come. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, opportunities are always there. There's this guy, he's selling something for cheap because he needs money or a great deal comes and you ain't got the money. You're like, man, that's a great deal. But I ain't even got that. I remember a pastor saying all these great deals always come when you don't have money. But and it it seems like that. <laughs> yeah. But when you got the money and you always got the money, then it's a side right. and you're ready for that investment. That's when it happens. Just people all that money burns a hole in their pocket. Right. You know. Yeah. And the I just thing, bought coffee. If that money is labeled, it's in an envelope, it's in a safe, yeah. whatever. It's labeled investment money. You're just listening to the street. You're just like, oh, who's selling what? You know, like I can yeah. flip that. And that's what you do is, and, and he said, he, he said, I had money. I sold my shop in, in San Francisco, my, my automotive shop. He said, and I was just holding on to that money. It was hard, but I held on to that money. He said, an apartment complex came through with 20 apartments. And it just needed a little bit of work. And he had the money when that thing was available. Yeah. And so he ended up being like, buying that whole apartment complex and from there his money just tripled you know and then he started and then he had residual income and then he ended up selling that apartment for way more right but he would have never that was the stepping stone he would have never had it and he just have that money so that you can take advantage of those opportunities having having money and like putting it in your mind in a place like that's not mine Right. is probably one of the hardest things like because you can put stuff in the saving all day long but it's connected to your checking like you're gonna siphon that through and you're gonna end up using it but putting money away and sticking it somewhere and being like this is money i can't touch is such a discipline it's a life change like you guys use all the time for your diets right. and stuff to put it's that a lifestyle in your, it's a lifestyle yeah and and, and, and and what makes it better, because like when you're just throwing it in a, in a in a savings account, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm just stacking it up here. Like right. it's not really doing anything. Well, most times the you point spend of this is right. You're like, oh crap, now I gotta do this. My bill came through. Oh, I just transfer it from savings to checking. It's not a safe. It has your to be a safe. Not it a has safe to place. be called like your investment, your yeah. future money, right? And it has to be. And here's the thing: it has to make you money. It's like. And I, in the Bible, right? Like, I realized, like, a lot of people are that dude that buried the money. Yeah. Like, like... That would be me, for real. Well, because you're like, I never have this. If I yeah. bury it, it ain't going nowhere. But the problem yeah. is, is you bury it, and it just slowly trickles away. It's so funny, because speaking of Nipsey Hussle and his brother, oh. uh, rest in peace, but 
Nipsey Hussle's brother, dude, like, he used to bury money, right? Yeah. Because they, they used to slang and stuff back in the day. And he buried, like, $100,000. Yeah. Right? Back in the day. And it got moldy. And it stuck together. And they couldn't do anything to save it. Like, literally tried to pull it apart. would ruin it. He lost $100,000 because he oh, buried crazy. it in the I backyard. It. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, they even tried to take it to the swap mates and be like, hey, you know. Yeah. Like, Will you take kind of a messed up hundred? You know, like yeah. it was so bad. Imagine losing a hundred thousand dollars. It's like that was a that was what people would call a failure. But if you look at it as a learning experience, he was like, that money should have been working. Yeah. Not in my yard. Yeah. And Who do they? Not that it says anything. Which president they say buried all the money? A president buried money? Around the White House, they say that. No, nah, I didn't know that. Buried money. That's I a thing, though. A joke, like people but... bury money because. Yeah. You know, I understand, like, some of these dudes, like, these drug kingpins, they got so much money that, like, yeah. there's not enough investments. And, 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 and they can't show That's why they would hide stuff. it in somebody else's house. Or... Right, right. But if you can, like, if you got a hundred grand, like, there's right. so many options. Like, you can get in with a business development, like, like a, a partner who develops real estate. Yeah. And be like, I want a hundred thousand dollar piece of that pie. Right. And be involved, like. But getting there is what we're talking about. Getting there is yeah. really hard when you're paying bills every month. Right. And you're like, no, nah, I got to pay these bills. I got to pay these bills. Yeah. When are you ever going to really put money aside? Right. And and even if you do, you put 100 aside a week. Do you know how long it's going to take you to get Whatever. to like a quarter <laughs> meal? Yeah. Like, good luck. Yeah. But if you're doing something with that money, if that money's working and it's it's working itself, you know what right. I mean? Like it's, it's, it's actually making you more. And it's real simple. Like, it's not some crazy thing like you gotta get in the stock market and you're like, oh, I'm gonna put my hundred bucks in the stock market, move it here, move it there. You're just flipping it. Just double your money. Yeah, I don't think... Okay, so talking about large amount of money, yes, that would be amazing. But I don't think people realize, like, how easy, if they're not already in some kind of hustle, how... Man, your phone blowing up today. Uh, if you're... That's the vibrating noise, just so you know, guys. Yeah, no, it's something down else. secret room. <laughs> Getting comfy. <laughs> if, if you're not in the business of hustling and making something out of nothing, you might not realize how easy it is actually to make a little bit of money. Like, in a day. Like, there is a million, and I'm not talking about Craigslist, and I'm not talking about Swap in your town. I'm talking on Facebook or whatever. I'm talking about, like, there is obviously eBay, but there's other markets that are easier to, to work with. Poshmark, uh, what's the, the spot one, the spot, whatever it is. Anyways, McCarty. There's different places like that you could actually sell stuff online if you wanted to go that route. But if you, you also feel comfortable know, shipping and doing things like right. that. Yeah, yeah. But even though Facebook is a social networking or Instagram, you could still throw up a pair of Nikes that you know are worth something that you found at a thrift store for two bucks and be like, hey, I got these Nikes for 20 bucks. Anybody want them? You know, there's no strings attached to that you know what I mean I would say in all my experience that I would be really careful getting into things you don't know anything about like like cars if you don't know cars and you go buy a car even if you know cars there is still mysteries to cars there's also some mysteries to anything small engine electronics Dallas knows like crazy there are some mysteries to some kinds of those things so if you don't know that much about it don't try to sell something like that you know if you're like hey i've got this Wii switch or whatever and it works you know it works and you sell it that's your that's your that's your prerogative but um selling simple things like your you know a uh, vintage coors light hat that you know that you could probably get 20 bucks out of that you've had forever you never wore versus selling something you know nothing about. I mean, you're more likely to make a little bit of money off that. Small things. Start simple. Because the thing is, if it's mechanical, electrical, or anything like that, there's a chance that you're going to have a problem, and it could be defective or it could, like, break right away. But, like, and don't let that scare you, but, like, start out with something simple. Clothing, you know, you're not going to have it, like, I plugged it in and it didn't work. You're not going to have that with clothing. (laughs) You're not going to have a mechanical problem. Now... My suggestion is to start out with clothes and then maybe get into things like, you know, uh, 
you, you know, hard goods. <laughs> yeah, bicycles after that. Like even bicycles yeah. are mechanical, but they're pretty simple. You might get a 10 speed for 10 bucks, flip it for 50. You just five times your money, you know? So like, you know, these are things. This is the challenge though, is like for me, this is what I've been doing. I've been hustling my whole life. Like I've been eBay for like 17 years now. And since I was, it, a long time, I've been doing this. So this is already like in my, the way that I function. The, the whole thing is to teach people, and I think my brother's going to be in on this too, is... Um, we have another brother. Yeah. <laughs> Much different. <laughs> no, uh, and what it does is teach you to, to think on your feet, to, to, you know, find resources, find connections, and really learn about items. Like, like you may not know anything about clothes, but once you do learn that, guess what? You're worth money to yourself. Not a boss, not a job. You're worth money to yourself, which means you can make yourself cash money just by going to a thrift store or just some friends like, oh man, I need 20 bucks and I, all I got is these shoes. And you're like, them shoes is 100 bucks, you know, on Craigslist or Facebook and you buy them up. It's just that it's that hustler mentality. And that's kind of the world we're from. We're from the entrepreneur, hustler type of, of world. So, you know, it may not be for you if you're collecting that six-figure check and you're just showing up and that's all you want to do at a job that's your thing you know more love to it but we're talking to the people out there trying to do something like build a build a retirement while you're an entrepreneur you know like it's hard enough to take care of like you know i got five kids but it's hard enough to take care of all them and still worry about a retirement you know and build businesses so you know, you got to have this side thing going. You got to have multiple streams of income, multiple ways to uh, invest. Yeah, you know, the fun thing of this is it actually could be a hobby for you. Like Dallas was saying, like getting to know something. Uh, for me, the I've sold lots of things. But one thing that I turned into a hobby for me was finding McDonald's toys knowing nothing really about them except for being like oh my gosh fraggle rock i had this one when i was a kid and then oh this is actually worth something or this toy or this toy or this set of toys and pretty soon i start every time i went to a thrift store or a yard sale and i would find uh mcdonald's toys or cabbage patch kids was another thing i knew nothing about like i had to seriously do some research and it started being fun and like I was never really into dolls, but if I go to a yard sale and there's like Cabbage Patch dolls, I'm like, oh, let me look at this one. Pull their pants down, look at the butt. Because <laughs> you got to see the signature. <laughs> you got to see what color it is, you know? And then you're like, dude, how much you want for this? They're like, oh, take uh, five bucks for the whole basket of Cabbage Patch dolls. You're like, okay, well, I can get at least 20 bucks a piece. So there you go. You know, it might be something like that. Or maybe you grew up liking something like Legos or ball caps or I'm not going to say baseball cards because those are not worth anything. <laughs> but you never know. But you know a little bit about something and you know that it's worth but what it's worth to you is also worth somebody else probably. It's a good way to start. It might Your hobby might turn into money. And then yeah. you can accumulate what you need to. Uh, do this challenge <laughs> that Dallas is suggesting. Yeah, because you can start with a little bit amount. Like yeah. I said, we're only starting with 100 because we kind of have a, a idea of what we're doing already. Plus, you know, 100 is a strong amount to start with. Um, but yeah, you can flip anything. And, and if you're worried about your retirement, you know, I, I know people that have worked, you know, 30 years and they retire. And literally, the retirement's only like a quarter meal, maybe 300,000. Yeah. That ain't that needs shit to live on like right now like that's yeah. i mean do the math like you're gonna live like a poor person for the next 20 years after you retire i mean like that's the time you're supposed to be having fun supposedly reverse so mortgage. even if you are yeah reverse <laughs> mortgages like okay leave nothing for my kids or nothing but you know the biggest thing is 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 teaching people these skills um and also um you know if you have a retirement already, you can still do this on the side. You know, just to give you an idea, of course it would be hard once, like I said, once you get into the high dollar amount flipping 
every month because you buy a house and ain't gonna flip in one month. That's why it's a challenge. It's not like it's hey, a challenge. This is a new business. It's idea. to show you what's possible because if you flip a hundred dollars twenty four times, it compounds. It ends up being like one point six billion dollars. It's it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. So even if you're able to do that in a twenty year span, that's way more like of a retirement than you could ever have to a job. So this is something you can do on the side. You know, everybody wants to get into multi-level marketing. They want to get into the marketing on all these these Facebook, YouTube ads. They want to do Amway. They want to do all this stuff. But you are your own business. Like you could flip it, flip it, flip it, flip it from $100 as high as you can. And if it gets tough, like, you know, that's one thing I was, I was telling uh, my wife and also Isaac, my brother, is my brother our brother <laughs> is flip your hundred up to 64 put that aside and flip another hundred up to 64 because it's easy to get from 100 to 6400 it's a lot harder to get from 6400 to 200,000 then go to Disneyland and just keep flipping 100 to 64 for the next two years and now you've got a big chunk you know so there's different ways to do it but our challenge is literally going to be six months so you're gonna do it when are you gonna start we're, we're going to start uh, the beginning of, well, we're going to start, I want to start the beginning of this next week, but it's not like the beginning of a month. So I'm going to see where everybody's at. So maybe we'll be starting uh, in May. And, and pretty much anybody that listens to the podcast, like if you guys want to join it, it's it's the Flip 100 contest, their challenge. <laughs> not really a contest. Contest for yourself. Contest for yourself. <laughs> Your You're competition with yourself. The only person that can win is you, though. <laughs> but it's pretty much just like everybody supporting each other. If I come across a deal, you know, and there's two things that, and I'm only buying one, I'm going to call my sister and brother up and be like, hey, you should, you should get this one and resell it too because, you know, we're trying to help each other out. If anybody wants to be a part of it, I may even just do a Facebook page so my sister's not on Facebook, but for the challenge, if anybody wants to join or join in a future one, but yeah, we'll keep everybody updated on how it goes. I think Gina's going to do it. I know Isaac says he would do it, so... Um, I think it'd just be cool to see where it goes. And yeah, even you if you make enough to go to Disneyland, that's I mean that's worth it. You feel me? You can also bucks. leave comments on this podcast. So if you think you'd like to join us, leave a comment on our podcast too, because we really like to know who's doing it. And like to be honest, like my brother gets hyped. Both my brothers get hyped about stuff like this. I'm a little bit more conservative in my hypeness, so. Sometimes it's like, oh, this person's doing it too. Like, not just my brothers. <laughs> Might encourage me a little bit more too. So if you think you want to try it, message uh, message us and let us know that you're going to do it. Because we'd like to hear how you're, you're coming along and making your money uh, double each month. Yeah, I kind of want to like, you know, after this one, like maybe even put together a page where more people can join in and then there's more support. You know, like... Like a giving people page. ideas do you think about putting you know? a page for our podcast yeah we could just do it that way you know and people could like you know link up through there and be like hey you know here's some ideas for people that are struggling you know because i know it's much different if you live in a rural neighborhood or you live in the in the city or if you live in the desert like things are gonna be different like yeah you may have to grind online versus you know locally you might if you not live in a need city, to buy a chainsaw yeah, you might not even buy a chainsaw. There <laughs> might be no trees in your area. So, like, there's different People things. People might not wear, wear Nikes where you're from. Yeah. Please let me know where that's at. <laughs> yeah. But, like... There's, so there's going to be like different people being able to support each other. I think if we could get this thing rolling more. Because, you know... It, it is it is something that could compound. And if you say, like I told Gina, I said, you got to kind of say goodbye to that money. Just put it aside and say, this isn't my money whatever it makes is not my money yet like it's an investment i mean we say goodbye to a hundred dollars all the time <laughs> but that's all it ever is is a hundred dollars it doesn't turn into anything more so everybody you know everybody always uses the example of coffee like what people spend on coffee every day yeah like the amount of money that is put into well, yeah, five dollars a day like 30 days a month that's 150 that's, bucks. that's only a small too and and the crazy thing is it's like a hundred dollars is a lot of money 
for some people but like once you get rid of it that's why i keep on stressing is it never changes it's only a hundred dollars so are we gonna say the challenge only has to start with a hundred or you want to encourage people to start with whatever they got i want people to start with whatever they got like five bucks ten bucks well still if you start with five bucks you double it to ten twenty forty i mean you may get to a hundred bucks in six months and then on our next round you know that you got a hundred bucks to start with um or if you can triple, double, you know, double, triple, quadruple, flip it and get caught up. I mean, the fact of the matter is we're going to try to do $100, you know, on this one. Um, $100 just does a lot. When people see a $100 bill, they're willing to go down on their $150 item. You know, $100 has like a powerful thing to it. So that's why I'm starting with $100. So. Shh, Megan, you're so Megan's proud. walking through the studio here trying to be so quiet. Proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you just shut the power off. No, I just did. <laughs> the mood just changed. <laughs> the mood just changed. We're back to the love Jeff. <laughs> so yeah, like Gina said, like if you want to be a part of it, just comment. Um, I'll see if I can get some kind of page going up for the podcast and you know, maybe we can make this a thing, you know, maybe we could change people's life or help people go to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm or something. <laughs> Just a little bit deeper. Yeah. Well, maybe you could stay in the ho- Disneyland hotel. <laughs> Disneyland Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe you could go to like you know Walmart and get something nice. <laughs> yeah. What could you get for sixty nine hundred dollars at Walmart? Sixty four. Oh, I think you said sixty nine. Sixty four. I feel like the number's dropping. It maybe it is. <laughs> what is it? Thirty two. Yeah, sixty four. So I would say, I would say coming, but you, this is your idea, but I'm just going to reiterate your, your, uh, uh, not so strict rules for this challenge. And I would say, start with what you have. Yeah. Try to start the beginning of May. Try to start the beginning of May. There's no rule to how many times you can flip in a month, but our goal is to flip once a month. Right. Still not talking about prostitution. No, it's got to be legal. Okay. And uh, let us know that you're doing it. So yeah, that we yeah. Can let see us how know and your progress and everything. I'll put up a page, and then um, what I'll do is link it in our in our information on the podcast here. And then, um, yeah, start with what you have. You know, it's gonna get harder in the end flipping larger amounts of money quickly, but you know, it's doable up into six months. It's pretty doable if you flip quick like three flips in the first month and it gets you ahead that gives you more time for the big ones six so, month challenge we're doing a six month, six month challenge which means you should have sixty four hundred dollars after six months if you start with a hundred if you start with a hundred yeah so but even if you start with five you can figure that out what is that five ten so for 20, 40 <laughs> 80 160 bucks 160 bucks off of $5. And then do the six month challenge with your 160 bucks. Yeah. I but mean, yeah. if that's all you got, then 160 bucks is going to be a lot to you. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I think this I is a could... $100 challenge, but you can yeah. convert that to whatever you got. I think I could scribble on some cardboard and stand on a corner and get 160 bucks. Maybe. Legally. Is that legal? Maybe. Panhandling? Is Depends that legal? where it's at, I think. Oh. I, I think that's... I'm a little clean. They might not give me any money. Yeah. It's where your Air Force One's out like, there. Trying to do, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do a challenge. Give me a hundred. You know what bucks. I've always wanted to do? No. Is like try to get a whole entire city or town. Uh-huh. Like you know, how you can go on Facebook and there's yeah. like forty thousand people or twelve thousand people, whoever, whatever group you're in, and be like, to give you a dollar each. Everybody give me a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> like who's gonna trip about a Why dollar, right? Why is that something we think about? Because that's how we work. We're just like, man, all these friends yeah. that quote unquote follow me, they each give me a dollar. Dude, like that's twelve grand, thirty grand, forty grand, that's and then you're like, <laughs> cool. Now I'm gonna invest that, right? Like, yeah. like you could totally do that. Yeah. Like, hey Megan, I need a wants, dollar. Who wants a new car wash in town? Everybody give me two dollars. Yeah. And then you can build a car wash. No, like, you know, like you it's just I don't know why nobody thought of that. I think it's because people start putting like there's other people like us and they're like, oh, that dude's being slick. Yeah. <laughs> sh- they're all doing the math and they're all, hell no, I ain't giving him a dollar. This has happened before. It's called gambling. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. 
Okay, well, I think that sounds like a fun idea. Yeah, we're getting April? the new studio done like... soon, so all this echoey noise. But you'll still hear my origami. Yeah, she's over here doing origami. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you just need something to distract you, and I think you guys would hear fidget spinners if I just sat here and spun one. Yeah. So, little paper noise makes a paper crane. <laughs> I think I think my wife's doing planks in the back there. <laughs> she, she's praying. She's praying. Dude. She's praying for us. Thank you. She's doing abs sit-ups. Live and direct. She's got a real healthy challenge. Yeah, you know what? We're going to have her on the podcast soon, and she's going to put all y'all up to challenges. You're all going to have six packs. Yeah. Six packs Oh, that would be like the ultimate question (laughs) day. We could be like, Megan's coming if you have fitness or... Uh, health questions to like oh, yeah. prep them oh, yeah. for that day. She Vegas got them time. acorn smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> she drinks that oat milk. Oat. Just oat. so you know, it's not oak. I like the milk. oat. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Barney. Thanks for sharing yeah. with us. <laughs> anyway, I think we've reached our time limit for today. Yeah. Uh, I have to use the bathroom. So hit us up if you want to do the challenge. Hit us up if you support the challenge. I'll get a Facebook page up. Actually, hit us up if you like our podcast. Because we just like talking. And right now, nobody's listening except for Isaac. Our brother. Our brother. No, no. My brother. (laughs) Just kidding. Maybe we should just put it on Facebook. Everybody... Give us a dollar and listen to our podcast. Yes. If you listen to our podcast, give us a dollar. Wait, wait what? Wait, wait. We get like three If you bucks. give us a dollar, <laughs> listen to our podcast. Oh my God. Give us a dollar to listen to our podcast. Now, we, we, gotta, we just got to keep trucking on. That, that's the whole thing it comes down to is be consistent. Yeah, we're not very consistent right now. We'll get more consistent. We'll put up some more podcasts. It's not always going to be about challenges, money, health. It's going to be everything. And always, no matter what we talk about, unless it's life or death, it really it uh, don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. <laughs> Welcome back to another podcast. This is Dallas. And Gina. And we're back to talk to you guys about more things that don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> so. Let's talk about, let's talk about some relationship stuff. I know we talk about like super everything. So this thing is like kind of been on my brain. When somebody talks to you about their relationship and you don't have advice for them because it's so crazy that you just want to say, well then leave but you also want to be like encouraging of because it takes work everybody knows that it takes mm-hmm. work it's also a choice to say in relationships and any relationship whether it's a friendship marriage business any relationship it's a choice it's so, a choice to keep watering that grass because grass is the same everywhere it has to be watered yeah, anytime you put yourself out there, you're making a choice. Yeah. So whether you decide you want to get married, you want to join a fraternity, I don't know why that came to my brain, and you want to get into business with somebody. Join you, a gym. <laughs> join a podcast Start with your brother. Start a business. Anything. <laughs> but it's like a choice you have to make. You have to consciously be like, okay, if I'm going to do this, this is the things that I have to do. I have to show up once a week. On this date at this time. Or I have to make the schedule to be like this and this. It's also a choice to decide whether you want to put... What kind of energy you want to put into it. Because in all relationships... All relationships... There's the big jealousy. Even in a business relationship. If you think your business partner is trying to... You know, start another business with somebody else. You can't help but feel some kind of way. Like what? Our business isn't good enough. Like right or like you step they've stepped away and they're no longer putting in fifty percent they're putting in twenty five because they're putting twenty five and something else now right yeah, and yeah. whether you want to be like okay he's not spending that much time with our business or you're like 
but there's still that jealousy in all relationships. Friendships, your friend says they can't go out with you, but then they post on Instagram they just went out with somebody else. Or right. some kind of, and all the time, like, this point in my life, I'm like, dude, it's not worth the time. Don't put in another 10 years with that drama. Like, quit it. Be done with it. Walk away. That's what I want to say. Well, because it's the easy way. Unless you're like, you know, and it's hard because from the outside, when you have a friend that's going through this, yeah, you want to go, okay, I want what's easy for them, but as a good friend, I should be able to tell them, hey, you know, sometimes you got to buck up, you've got to make things work, you have to fight. Yeah. But you don't know what's really going on because no. sometimes it's like I tell people, if you're a calculator and people aren't putting in the right numbers, you can't give them the right answer. Right. So, like, you're only getting one story, and when you're only friends with one of them... Yeah. And then you get involved, and they're like, do this. And they come back, they go, that didn't work because of this. And you're like, well, you didn't tell me that. You know, yeah. it's like... And then you don't want to tell them to break off with this person. This is something I've learned. You're like, yeah, screw them. You know, just leave. Just take care of yourself. And then they get back together... And you're like this outsider who's not allowed to be a part of the friendship right, anymore. Like, oh, don't invite Bob. He wanted us to get you right, know, divorced. Right. Okay, so good example. One of my very, very, very best friends was like digging on this girl for like five, six years, right? He poured his heart out to her and she was like, Psh, I don't like it like that. You know, it was kind of like he was devastated. And every time he would come tell me something... And, and okay, so maybe I was a little biased because she had already hurt him. So every time he would come tell me something about right. what she would say, maybe I would take it a little bit different than what it, she actually meant or what was actually said. Yeah. But I was like, dude, no, stop messing with her. Why do you keep going over there? Why do you keep talking to her? Why do you answer? Why are you rescuing her again? You know what I mean? And, and, then, and then she came, eventually just came around just like, I am totally in love with you, like to him. And and so he calls me, he goes, you know what, Gina? I am so glad I didn't listen to any of your advice. And I was like, oh, ouch, yeah, ouch. That, and that's the reality of it. <laughs> Honestly, like this podcast should be called Stay Out of Your Friends Relationships this if way. you want to be friends. Because <laughs> it's so true. I have a, I have a friend. neutral answers. <laughs> I won't say the guy's name, yeah. but me and this dude have been friends forever, right? Like, close. Like, I care about this guy a lot. And he had been on, like, his second marriage. And he has a kid that was, you know, um, how do you put it? A little handicapped. And then he had a child with this person. And she had some kids, too. And he would tell me all this stuff. And I was like, bro, like, you got to make it work out. You're doing something, you know. And I know he drank and stuff like that. I thought maybe that was the issue, you know. he You only get half the story. I was like, bro, you've got to be a man. You've got to water your lawn. You've got to take care of her, you know, <laughs> feed the relationship. And I pushed him into it, and he called me. I remember I was working on a roof one day when I was remodeling houses, and he calls me. He goes, bro, uh, I, I, I gave my kid away. I said, what? He says, I put my child up for adoption. I was like, well, why? He goes, well, she can't stand it. It's too much work. I was like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, well, this has been the problem. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? He's like, well, you know, there's other things going on. Well, thank goodness his mom ended up yeah, adopting yeah, yeah. the child. But but the fact that, and he's back with his child and then away from this crazy bitch. But the, the thing is, is like, I was pushing this relationship. Yeah. And this lady was the lady that wanted him to give up his kid because it was too tough. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like, wait. <laughs> like, just stay out of it or yeah. people like i had a friend girl who i was like her we were like close and uh her her husband decided you know he wanted to go out and do things and mess around or whatever and wanted he thought there were better and greater things for him because you know he thought he was so great and uh so he's out trolling patrolling around looking for you know other women other mm -hmm. opportunities leaving her at home with the kids and I was there to support and be her friend and try to encourage her. And I was like, you know what? Screw him. You know, oh, he did that. You know, he got physical with her and stuff. And I was like, tell him to come around. You know, I'm going to have to handle him. You know, like yeah. I got for real. Sure enough, a year and a half later, homeboy is sorry because he found out the pot of gold out there didn't have his name on it. Mm. And he's like, oh, you know, I already had something great. 
So now they're together and like, it's weird. Like we can't talk. I don't know what to say because yeah. like I'm the guy that was trying to push him away. Right. So it's like, if you want to keep friendships, keep your mouth shut and just be supportive. Well, here, yeah, here's the thing though. You and I have the fixer personalities. Yeah. So when our friends and our family and our spouses come to us and they're like, this and this and this is happening and this and this. And we're like, okay, well, how about you do this or this? But that's not even the case. They don't even really want to hear us say anything except for, gosh, I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. Oh, that's, that's rough. Yeah. Like, all they want us to do is listen. But we're like, how can we fix this? Well, oh, you want Why do you want to fix it, though? And I'm, I realize this. I want it's about me now. Like, I don't want to hear you whine about it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it or watch you suffer anymore. Yeah. I, 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 I. And the fact of the matter is they just need a friend that's in their life consistently. Right. to Like a shoulder to cry on. Right. Like, you don't got to fix it. And you don't have to make that your problem. Right. Like, but we're so selfish. Like, it's all of a sudden it's about us. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I don't, for me, I don't feel like it's about me as much as it's about me helping. Like, I feel like they went out of their way to call me to tell me this. And then there's that pause in the conversation every time they tell you something. And you're like, uh, well, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, they I, want you to reassure them of something they possibly already know. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, they know the answer. They know the answer. They want somebody to push them over that, that hump. And they want, yeah. You just got to say this. Well, here. Like, follow your gut. That's it. <laughs> just say that. Well, and if you're not like, happy. Uh, well, and here's, here's a not... A serious situation but i been talking about getting a new car you know that um i have nothing wrong with my new car my husband wants me to get a new car just safety reasons and stuff i'll drive a hoopty it doesn't matter to me i don't <laughs> i don't care how i look <laughs> no you didn't judge me for my car i don't care but anyway so i knew the one person that would have my back in the car situation would be my best friend justin and I called him and I was like, oh, he didn't understand, Justin. I just went, I don't know. He's like, you know, I'm going on. I'm like, I love my car. There's nothing wrong with my car, blah, blah. And I thought he'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Your car's great. No, he didn't. He was totally TMD. Like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, you, you <laughs> need a new car. Like, and I was so shocked. And But I was like, what? Like. How dare you? I know, I know. But <laughs> if you go from like, like what you were driving, yeah, it's like slowly degraded. I know, but <laughs> like I ain't, I ain't gonna hate, but like you're pushing four wheels with no airbags and like yeah, I don't, you know what I mean, like yeah, but but I almost have forty miles. Per I know gallon. it's free. I know it's free. It was free, but it's also about like. You know, I know what it's about. Your age now. No, okay, see kids. now that's the thing. That's you got <laughs> right you've got there. Any reliability. <laughs> see, that's the thing right there. I was like, he wants me to grow up. Like I'm supposed to grow up all of a sudden and go get a minivan. Like, like <laughs> I, I get, I get. Everybody thinks that. Like I get that, but I don't feel that way. And 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 Justin said said it. He was like, you don't have to stop having fun just because you're grown. Just buy something. Nice. So that's why I settled for Audi S4. I figured <laughs> it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be super nice. It's gonna be super fast as well. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, is I really expected to go back to Dean and be like, "Well, Justin agrees with," me. but really, like, no, you can't. Do he that. had no part in the relationship in the first place. Small thing, small thing. I never right. call about big things, but I figured it was a fun battering issue between Dean and I that getting justin involved would have been funny as well to me it wasn't about like having a third party in my relationship but when people call me and are like telling me serious stuff i'm like okay well what do you want me to do but then i realize i have like a like invisible sign visible to myself on my forehead that says hey i don't know you that well but just go ahead and tell me your business well for serious because I've had some random people come up and just throw up all this crazy stuff. And at the end, I'm like wide-eyed. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. And they're like, thanks for listening. Because and they walk away. you look like you care. Here, Here's one of the things. <laughs> no, no joke. Because I get the same thing. I get people like in the grocery store parking lot talking. Yeah. So like, 
no reason at all. <laughs> hey, how do you like your car? I was thinking about buying a car. I'm like, dude, here's what it comes down to. And this is what I learned. Every human being on this planet, except, I mean, there are some exceptions, but they have a gut feeling. Like, if you really are in tune with your, with your conscious and your, and your gut, you know the answer. You want somebody to tell you what to do. Yeah. So that you can't blame yourself. No, that's a good point. That's what it comes down to yeah. is like, well, if my friend says leave my girl yeah. and that don't work out, it's his problem. He yeah. told me. But in his stomach, he feels like I need to leave this girl and I need to be happy. You know, I need to be right. like sure of my decision and stick with it and be like, this is what it is, whatever the consequences. People who don't want to be at fault for their own decisions want people's advice. Right. And that's just what I found out. Yeah. Then there's the assholes that want to give you advice you didn't ask for. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the you know what you should do. You know what you should do. Buy a car so you look more grown up. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I would never tell you to buy a car, but if you ask me, I'd be like, yeah, I could see that. But I ain't going to tell you to buy a car. I'm going to tell you if you are going to buy a car, like, that would be good. I think. But I'm not going to tell you to buy a car. But there's people that roll up to me, like, they'll come up to my property and be like, you know what you should do with this property? I do, like, th I do that to you all the time. I'd be like, live on it, and you live on yours. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I only or, do that because I want to help. Again, because I, I want to help. I know that, but so many people do it. I'm sorry. But, like, I don't remember running up in anybody's house telling them what, not just, no, it's, let me tell you, you're the least person that does it out of the people that do it. Like, the people that do it, like... I had people coming over telling me what color I should paint my bathroom. I got people telling me what I should do in my business. I don't care what color you paint your bathroom or whatever, but I just want you to call me and tell me when you're painting your bathroom so I can help. That's one thing. That's the problem. That's I... the difference between help and yeah. forced help. What the problem <laughs> is is there's <laughs> you know so I mean? many people that are forced help mm -hmm. that want to tell you how to run your relationship, want to tell you how to run your business, that when somebody sincere which I think I am right. being sincere in my friendships tells you something. I'm not telling you because I have any motives at all. I'm telling you because I honestly really care about you and I really care the outcome. And if you really want to be married to this person or you really want to be in business with your person, this person, your person, I'm going to tell you what you've told me. You and I have had these conversations about certain friends that you've picked. I'm like, before you do this, let me say to you what you've told me about that person. So when you make your decision, you remember what you told me. Right, right, right. But that's not so much like telling me what I should do. Yeah. That's different. Like that's that's giving advice like uh, a warning, a, 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 you know, heed my words, you know. Yeah. Because I care because, you know, either I'm related to you or I have an investment in your life. Yeah. You know, but... I'm talking about people just telling you what to do. Yeah. Like, like telling you, like, oh, you should paint your car this color. You I know, should. you should do... And you're just like, <laughs> okay, you paying for it? Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to do me. Now, as really close friends and family members, we see landmines. We'd be assholes not to point it out. Right. But we don't tell people what to do because everybody's path has its own lessons and we can't stop people from learning. And like you said, there's two sides. There's totally two sides. And nobody, 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 nobody knows you and your decisions and your path as much as you do. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to come to me and, and even just as simple as a car thing saying, Gina, you need to grow up. You need to get a grown up car. Yeah, they say it like that, you know, F them. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's none of their business. Should I do that? No, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you buying that? Yeah, that's what I'm like, really? <laughs> you copping that for me? You're going to pay the $300 a month insurance on a brand new yeah, car that no. I'm paying $300 a month on? No. Uh, if I get a good... But in my mind... People love to get people in bad situations I, so they can see if right? it works so that they can do it. Like, right? you should get that $400 car payment. Yeah. Because if you can do it, maybe I could. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for yeah, you. Yeah. No. <laughs> There's a way they come at it. Yeah. And that's what I mean. When people say, you should do this because of this. Right. And there's also fishing, like you said, they're fishing for an answer. And sometimes you have to be careful. Obviously, you and I have always had opposite sex relationships. And um, sometimes when the, they're discussing relationships, sometimes they're not looking for you to be like, 
oh, you should hang on and take them out to dinner or they're not looking for that. They're looking for you to actually be like, well, you want to know what's going on in my marriage? Do you want to know what's going on in my relationship? Like, oh yeah, that's happening to me too. But uh, I've learned, I learned a long time ago to keep what's going on between your relationships, whether it be with your siblings, right. not telling another sibling, your spouse, right. not telling your friends. I mean, there's a, there's a limit, but you know who you can trust with that kind of information for your own build. You know who's going to support you and build you and push you in the right direction, like you said, searching for answers. But you also know who's not safe. Like, you know, you're not going to go call up a girl that you know that may, may have a little bit more than just friendship feelings for you. Right. And say, gosh dang it, you know what my wife did today? You're not going to cross that line. You, and Who are we talking about? You know her name? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Is <laughs> it Katie? Is it Katie? I don't know who Katie is. That's the magic name these oh. days. <laughs> no, and that's where it breaks down. Like, you can sit here and break down relationships down to, like, the soulmate relationship, yeah. which is, like, the deepest you can get, right? Right. Where you want. But, yes, there are things. Like, there's things between you and me that we don't need to discuss with our brother. You know, there's things with me and my wife that He's I ain't going to discuss with my siblings. like, I listen to podcasts. <laughs> what, what you, you ain't got? telling me? What you got? What's your secrets? <laughs> it's not fair. Nah, it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it break, you can sit there and break it down. But yes, there yeah. are. There's circles within circles within circles. Yeah. And, and you have to know those circles and you have to know where to respect the boundaries of right. those circles. You know, I could go to town and tell some business owner his sign looks stupid as hell yeah. and he needs to paint it. Yeah. I don't know the guy. That's yeah. not my circle. Yeah. Like, let his friends tell he him that. He designed it by hand. Let his He's customers tell him that. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. So I just stay out. But that's what it's like. It's like yeah. there's there's circles within circles. You stay within there. And one of the things is, is like, a relationship is a circle. Your friend is in that circle. You're not. Yeah. I mean, unless you're doing something weird with them. But like, you know, you're just a friend. Yeah. You're there for support. You're right. there for the friendship. Right. Don't get involved in that circle because you're not guess a counselor, what? you're not a pastor, you're not It's hard <laughs> to get out of that circle. Yeah, nobody wants to be inside of that. And then when that mess is all over the place, they're like, Oh, you gotta clean this up too. You're like, uh Well, you know what's funny is it's sad to think about the people you think you can help and you think you're close to and you think you can be like, Oh, go do this but then like the people that are closest to you not have an idea what's going on in their relationships because you are too busy thinking about fixing it instead of actually listening to what's actually happening. Yeah, but did you ever think about why you want to just fix it and stop not listen? So it'll go away. Yeah, I guess so. It's a selfish thing. So yeah. you have to look at yourself and be like, do I legitimately care about this person? Or are they just annoying me? I want to go away. And realize that when you legitimately care, you're just just there to listen. Yeah. And if you're not, if it's about you, you want to hurry up and fix the problem so they'll shut the hell up. Yeah. And that's usually, like, that 90% of the time is what happens with people. Right. Because there's only a few people I can say I really give a crap about, you know, what's going on in their relationship. Like, like, like I really, you know what I mean? Right. Like, most of the time, I'm like, well, duh, you know, this and this and this, and in my head, you know? Right. But, like, I want to just say, okay, try this. Well, does it directly affect you? How does it directly it doesn't. affect you? It doesn't. Okay, so I guess the biggest thing I would say, if you were going to take something from this podcast, besides trying to figure out if you're being selfish, but also the fact is how you're listening. If you're really listening or if you're hearing because like you said you already have a gut feeling a lot of times about things i think everybody does if they yeah. listen if they hear yeah if they listen and hear hear actually hear what's going on i totally missed a huge sign in one of my one of my bestest friends that she was being abused i missed it i totally missed it and she tried to tell me but not outcome and tell me like come out and just be like Dude, he did this. Yeah. I totally missed it. And the whole time I was spending time trying to fix it, like, oh, give him a chance. Oh, listen to this Tyrese song. You know, like trying to like maybe this, this, and this. I had I was so blind by what I thought I knew 
um, instead of hearing, instead of hearing when I was quote unquote listening. Well, and it's hard because like I said, if you're a calculator and people are putting in the wrong numbers, you're going to get the wrong answer. Yeah. And nobody knows. People <laughs> who are going through this thing, I, I mean, I don't want to blame your friend or, or, or blame my friend, you know, who had the crazy wife, but like they need to communicate straight up. Like, don't ask me for the right answers if you ain't going to give me the right numbers to input. You know, because that's what happens. Well, so, sometimes those people aren't even asking. They're just... Yeah. But, like I said, like, if they're not asking... Yeah. You know, it, it's hard. Part, partly, it's to, hard. you know, <laughs> there's all... lessons. And yeah. people have to go through them. There's things that doesn't matter. Like, I was supposed to go through, and I was told. So... You know, I was locked up at, at a young age, you know, and when I finally was sitting in the cell and thinking about everything and being like, okay, I got, you know, years of prison over my head, like all of a sudden, all the stuff I was told my whole life, you know, don't do this because of this, mm. don't, you know, guilty by association, you know, messing with the wrong situations, all of a sudden it's like they were just in my ear bank. <laughs> And it opened up, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right Oh, there. can't use that now, right? <laughs> like, now I got to be this guy, right? Like, so, yeah. you know, the thing is, is sometimes actually- we have to go through those things regardless if we're getting the right information anyway. Right. So your friend may have had to learn a lesson, which sounds horrible because I don't know the circumstances, but, like, sometimes you got to learn. That's yeah. the only way. It's It's part of growing, you know, and growing hurts, you know? Well, it's funny you mentioned, like, not having those things in there, but not really having, like, thinking about them until you need them. I, actually, Isaac, our brother, has a podcast, and he's been talking about that on his podcast. That when he was younger, nobody could tell him nothing. And even if he could go back in time, like... He wouldn't change. It probably... Yeah. He, he had a he had a guest on one of his good friends and Oren said, I think I would just watch myself. I don't think I would say anything because then I would affect the outcome. Right. I mean so that's how I feel too. It's like four plus you know, two plus two is four. Two plus two is four. You hear all your life. Yeah. And you're like, nah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna find my own answer. And then you and then you get like twenty and you look back and you're yeah. like, dang. Screwed up so much stuff because two plus two equals four. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's how it works. And I don't think, I think that those are the things that are fate. I, I mean, I believe in that. I believe there's things that are supposed to mold you, things you're su- supposed to go through. Some of the greatest people we have or have had that are gone now, they had to go through something to become that person, and you realize it was all meant to happen. Right. So, you know, stay, if, if I think the core of it is. If you're trying to help somebody based on the fact that you're it's about you and you just don't want to hear it and you're really seriously not trying to help or care about that person, shut your mouth. Yeah. That's it. Like, like, but otherwise, you know, make sure you have all the information. Yeah. And, you know, be somebody for that person to talk to, you know, but don't tell any, you shouldn't tell anybody what to do because most people know what they need to do. Your friend probably thought about leaving the situation at some point. You know, why could you, did she just need to be told that? No, she knew that. She just couldn't do it, I'm sure. Yeah, for whatever. For whatever reasons, because you yeah. don't know you're not there. There's right. so many There's variables, so many you know. <laughs> it could be children, it could be money, it could be anything. Yeah. It could be the fact that some people are just scared for changing things because they don't know what will happen. So, yeah. you know, it, it really is, people can have it in their gut already. I realize most people ask me for their advice, for advice for them. They already know the answer. They just don't want to be the one to make that choice. Right. So. Well, we make a lot of... I think that's a part of growing up because a lot of people don't really make choices. They, their parents make their choices for them for so long. And then you have this whole freedom years, like 10, 15 years where you're like, making my own choices. Yeah, look at me go. Well, it's because you get the hang of riding the bike, yeah. right? And then, then training wheels come off and you have kids and all this stuff. And then you're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing again. Mom, dad, what do <laughs> yeah, I do? what do I do? And then your whole life, you're like, depending on what your parents think. Yeah. But here's the truth is like, you're free. Yeah. You're a human being on the planet Earth that can do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Make whatever mistakes and decisions you want. By your own accord, and I think that that's how you should be. Well, and choosing, choose, making that choice. Am I saying this? 
relationship, this business, this friendship, whatever it is, or I'm going to work. Am I going to make the choice to work towards it? And that's the choice they have to, they have to make. And maybe that's the only thing you say. Well, it sounds like you have a choice to make, whether you're going to work that's towards it, it or you're going to quit. And that's your choice. You have to figure out on your own. Mm-hmm. I know that you and I, I'm not going to speak for you, but you and I do have <laughs> a gift to gab <laughs> yeah. in the words of Mac Dre. But, and that's hard when you have the gift to gab and you want to fix everything. Because you think those things together will help solve problems. No. But remembering that if you're listening, you're not talking. If you're hearing, you're definitely not talking. Yep. And if you're hearing, you're not being selfless, selfish. You're being selfless. Exactly. And and those are the ultimate, um, the ultimate things in being a true friend. Or being a true business partner. Or being whatever it is that you are in that relationship. And remembering you don't have any answers yep. because you're learning just like they are and you haven't gone through what they've gone through. <laughs> well, even if you have gone through what they've gone through, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. I like the saying like, you know, God gave you two ears and one mouth so you could listen twice as much as you talk. Who says that? That's all we'll say. I know. You have these sayings. You have these sayings where you're like, when I was a young and When I was like... <laughs> 15 years ago no um you know so that's 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 exactly though how it is i I think that one of the best things people can tell me when i'm making a decision is like whatever you believe you know meditate on it yeah listen to your gut listen to your conscious pray you know whatever people but really what that means is search within yourself for the real answer because you already know it yeah you're just scared. Well, and sometimes it takes <laughs> you know? time for people to actually get a real answer and be able to leave. Or that means patience, to... which is a lot harder. That's hard because if you're really a true friend, then you're just there to listen. And that goes Yellow, with Yellow, because it's the hardest thing to do. If it was <laughs> you easy, can't make it go away. anybody could be their friend. You can't make it go away. It's just hard. It's hard because you want to help people and you want to... You want to help. Oh, that's a hard you thing. got Nikes on today. Look at us. Hey. We're both wearing Nikes. Look at that. I got them Nikes. Those are sick. Like what these? are those? What? What? What are they? The classic checks, man. It's a gangster Nikes. I like those soles on. Those are nice. You like the sole on me. Yeah. That's the truth. Nice. That's the truth. <laughs> I got him. Got him. He got him for me in Louisiana. Dude, I so want to get some blue. Jordans like the dark blue and custom like the the rest in peace Nipsey on them. Oh, yeah, oh, dude, they're so cool. You didn't watch the thing this morning? No, I was at the gym. It makes me sad anyway. It's really sad. I just hope it was peaceful and quick. you know, quick that sounds awful, but not quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want him to suffer. <clears throat> oh, you mean at the memorial? No, him. I hope he didn't suffer. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, the details are, you know, he got shot twice and was laying there and he was actually yelling back at dude. Did you see the video? He was like, you got me. I'm good, right? And the guy heard him. And here's the thing. Since Nipsey, like, employed ex, you know, felons, guys, you know, give them a job because they can't get jobs. The whole place is full of those dudes and they can't carry guns. So nobody... And so that was what that guy was able to come back, shoot him again, and hit him in the head, which, you know, and and then walk away, or kicked him, actually, kicked him in the head, then ran away. By the time Black Sam got there, which is Nipsey's brother, he was still breathing. And uh, Black Sam didn't know he had been hit in the head, but he was still breathing, you know. Did you watch the video? I watched it when it first came out. Yeah. And the guy was just a coward, I don't know. It just, it reminds me of Selena. Just haters, man. Taking great people away. He doesn't remind you. It reminds me of No, the whole situation. Yes. The whole situation where you have somebody so full of hate and and jealousy that they would take somebody like that from the world. Absolutely. And they're just complete garbage. You know, the the people that do it, so. I mean, again, we don't know, like, entireties of the situation, but you do know that somebody that's doing well and then... Somebody took someone great away. Yeah. I think it was Nipsey that was talking about the haters or the people that you're from your own town are going to hate you the most. 
Yeah, but everybody loved him. That was the thing. Is all of California loved him. It was, I'm surprised this even happened because of how much people loved him. But it's going to be... There's always a hater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's usually... There's always a hater. Yeah. You know, people unwilling to do the work and then upset that they don't get, you know, what, what they want, but... I guess I, I mean, it, sometimes it surprises me that we're still doing that, but at the same time, like, I'm not surprised, like, that we're still doing that, that people are still doing that, because no matter how we change, I feel like as a people, how we progress, progressed and stuff like that, there's still always going to be that, that person that's the same, that's been taught the same, raised the well, same. Well, think about, like, the oldest story of jealousy is, like, Cain and Abel. Sure. Kill your own brother over what you're gonna get from your dad, you know, like it's 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 always gonna be that way. Because yeah. people feel shorted, you know. Yeah. And uh you know the thing is the thing that sickens me about it is the guy obviously knew Nipsey and they grew up here, like he obviously right. had to watch Nipsey grind from nothing. Yeah. And he, he wasn't just some dude that like put up a, you know, SoundCloud no. song and everybody's like, oh, this guy's cool and he's rich in a year. Yeah. Like Nipsey. Well, that's exactly what Nipsey, right. Nipsey was saying on that video. He was just saying that it's usually the people you know yeah. <clears throat> that hate the most. It's just, so, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I hope it went well. I'll probably watch it later if somebody recorded it. But other than that, you know, the whole thing is to just keep positivity. And, and that's one of the things I'd say that's kind of changed my mind is, like, giving me a new outlook on, you know, being an entrepreneur kind of fell apart for me after, you know, the bankruptcy of the, that company and everything. So after everything fell apart, now I'm like, you know, why did I want to do this? Why did and I, and and the whole Nipsey thing just reminded me, you know, what I'm in it for, you know, yeah. and and that I can do good, great things and not just sit in one place and work for somebody eight hours a day. That's not what I'm about. So. Well, it's kind of why I want to help people all the time. <laughs> it's like, you know, you want to put your, put well, your you know why in. Nipsey was there. He picked up a dude from prison, a friend that had been like locked up for like 20 years or something, was yeah. there to get him clothes before he went to reunite with his family. So, like, you know, that just shows you right there what was most important. Yeah. So, but anyway, well, we'll end this on a different note. We, so, we, our podcast are as bipolar as they could be. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Anyway, I hope you guys learned something about relationships today or didn't. Either way, it just, you know, gave us something to talk about. Yeah. And as always, it don't don't mean mean nothing. nothing.